With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms, and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Wednesday on which we are really starting to see some movement. So yesterday, Jordan Henderson filmed his farewell video at Anfield, probably filmed some of it at the AXA as well. Today, we had news from my best friend, Fabrizio Romano, that Henderson is in Croatia and has signed his contract, making him an Al Etifak player. Just let that one sink in for a second. Jordan Henderson plays for Al Etifak now, not Liverpool. I probably butchered the pronunciation of the team, but it's not, it's not relevant to me what the team is called. It's relevant that Jordan Henderson now plays there and not for us. And I would expect that we will see an announcement either today or potentially tomorrow. The sooner the better, really. Just have it done, have it over with and move on. Um, The Fabinho deal appears to be held up. David Ornstein said yesterday it is is, uh, potentially at risk. Now... Again, my best friend, Fabrizio Romano, who is definitely getting spoon-fed information directly from the Saudis, said that the deal is still on. And to his credit, because he's getting spoon-fed this information, he has been pretty spot on about all the different Saudi deals thus far this summer. Um, We've seen certain other deals take time. Alex Tellez took time to get done as well and a few others. So my expectation is that the Fabinho deal will get done and he will head there. If he doesn't go there, it does look like Bayern Munich would have a strong interest in him. We just have to hope it wouldn't be a swap deal for Ryan Gravenberch because that would be awful. Um, We also had news this morning 
that Liverpool, who had a bid rejected for Romeo Lavia, will return with an improved bid. And the expectation is that this deal will get done. I'm going to guess we pay 42 million and 8 million in add ons. That's what I'm going to guess happens. Because the wording around what Southampton want has been altered. Originally, they wanted 50 million. Now they want a 50 million package. And the word package is very important here because that can include add-ons. A 50 million price tag is 50 million. A 50 million package is add-ons up to 50. So I do think we get this deal done. I think we'll, we'll see more traction on that today. And it wouldn't surprise me if the medical was tomorrow and the deal was confirmed on Friday. Um, all things considered, Lavia will be a great signing. Outrageous talent. The best under-21 defensive midfielder in world football. Um, Sky-high potential. He he can be Caicedo off the ball and Chuameni on the ball. He's that good. He's got that much talent. I think we're getting a player who within 18 months is a £100 million player. And I think that we have signed, we will have signed three midfielders who all have the potential to be the very best in their position in Dominic, Alexis and, and Lavia. With Fab going, then we'll need a fourth. Who that will be, I don't know. There is a piece on, this is Anfield, where they look at some, some options. Now, one of the options they look at is Curtis Jones. We're going to throw that immediately in the bin. Their logic behind it was that he played uh, in a deep role for England in the under-21 Euros. Um, Curtis Jones has been playing first-team football for Liverpool for three or four years now. If he wasn't dominant in an under-21 tournament, we would have been looking to sell him immediately because he would be way behind where he should be. Uh, Another option they put in is Dennis Zakaria. No, just no. Not at this point. Awful at Chelsea, awful at Juve. The ankle injury has completely taken away his dynamism. He was never a Fabinho-type defensive midfielder anyway. He was always more of a bigger Kante, not as effective or as good, but that type. A good player, but the ankle injury has taken away so much of what made him uh, impressive. Uh, Ibrahim Sanger, I mean, as a backup to Lavia, if you could get him at a decent price, fair enough. But you wouldn't want him starting all the time. He is a good player. I'm not saying he's not. He is a good player. But I don't take his defensive metrics from the Eredivisie seriously at all. I don't take his seriously. Don't take Edson Alvarez seriously. Don't take Mats Vifers seriously. Because when they're going up against teams who aren't one of Ajax, Alkmaar, PSV and Feyenoord, they're playing against lads that would struggle in League One. So the numbers are always going to be inflated. Now, he is a good player, like I say, and I did like him before he went to PSG. Um, But PSG got him for, I think, 12 or 13 million from under the nose 
of Southampton when he was um, when he was leaving Toulouse. So I I wouldn't say no if the fee was reasonable. And at twenty five, he still does have room to develop. He's a big physical unit, and he could definitely play in the Premier League. But he's not a top level player. Like he's not someone you want starting if you're going to try and win the league. But as a backup, yeah, fair enough. I'd rather have him than Fabinho moving forward. I would. I'd rather have him than Fabinho because at least he can run. Andre Trinidad of Fluminense, Fluminense is one of the options here. He's much more of a, a, a Thiago replacement than a Fabinho replacement. And then there is Florentino Luis, who would be a very, very good signing. Now, I would prefer Ducure from Palace, but if you could get Florentino Luis for about 50 million, 45 to 50 million, I think that's a deal that makes sense and obviously would be covered by the fees for Fabinho and uh, Henderson. So, uh, yeah, if we could get him, he's a good age. He's an exceptional ball winner. I'd be in favour of that kind of move if if we could get him at the, the right fee. Because I think you can rotate him and Lavia, and they could play together. So it would give us different options. Um, also on this is Anfield. There is a piece about Liverpool allowing academy striker Max Waltman the opportunity to earn a move elsewhere. He's currently on trial at Oxford United and hopefully it goes well for him and he can earn himself a move. Um, talented lad just wasn't going to make the grade at Liverpool. And uh, best that he goes on and and kickstarts his career elsewhere. And hopefully he goes to, to Oxford or, or wherever it might be, but Oxford is where he's training. Hopefully he goes there, does well, and, you know, kickstarts his career. Um, Liverpool fans have their say on the vice captaincy. Obviously, Virgil will become the new captain once the Henderson deal is done and dusted. Um, this is Anfield ha- put up a poll and Trent won. Um, I would love Robbo to be vice-captain, but I do think with VVD's age, we need to be actively grooming the next generation's leader. How does that make any sense? Considering Virgil became vice-captain behind Henderson, and Henderson was 33 and Virgil was 31, and Milner was the vice captain before that. You appoint the best people, not this idea of grooming the next generation's leader. Trent hasn't shown anything to suggest that he is captain material. He just hasn't. Andy Robertson, for me, shouldn't be a regular starter next season we should be buying a left-footed centre-back who can play left-back, and Andy Robertson should be a squad player who starts a lot of games when we want to play a flat-back four, 
but I wouldn't be I wouldn't be pushing him into the role as as vice captain. Um, Allison and Mo are the the two obvious choices for me. I don't actually think either of them is is a really good fit, but I wouldn't be going with Trent not at this point. Let him earn it. Like what's he done to earn it other than be local? That's basically most of the argument behind it is that well he's a local lad he wants to captain the club. Doesn't matter what he wants. Doesn't matter at all what he wants. If he doesn't earn it, he doesn't get it. Um, Liverpool.com, <clears throat> there's a piece about uh, Lavia. Dream Liverpool squad after next Jurgen Klopp transfers. Let's have a look at this. What else do we have? There's a piece about Sadio, piece about Andre, another piece about Lavia, a piece about Lionel Messi helping FSG. Um, a piece about Moises Caicedo. Three more pieces about Romeo Lavia. Uh, Gerald Kwanza, a piece about Mbappe for some reason. A piece about Sophie Amrabat. What's this dream squad looking like then? Um, let's see. So this would have goalkeepers Allison Kelleher, Adrian. <clears throat> In no way, I know it's a minor thing because he's third choice. If Adrian is part of your dream squad, you need to get yourself some better dreams. You need to have a little bit more ambition. Adrian is awful. Pitaluga or one of the other young keepers will be a much better choice than him. Uh, defensively, Alexander-Arnold, Bradley. I can't see Bradley staying at the club for next season. I think he goes on loan. Canate, Virgil, Gomez, Matip. Again, they get some better dreams. Uh, new signing, Robertson and Simicus. Again, Simicus is one that probably should be sold. Um, Dominic, Alexis, Lavia, Curtis, Thiago. New signing, Bissetic and Thiago, oh, sorry, Bissetic and Elliot, and other young players like Bobby Clark. And then the Fords would be Salah, Gakbo, Diaz, Jota, and Nunes, plus other young Fords, uh, including Ben Doak, Kate Gordon. I'd put Harvey Elliott in that group as well. Um, I mean, it's not the dream squad because Kanate and Gomez still need to be upgraded on. We could do it a more natural backup left winger to uh, to Diaz. I, I wouldn't be against trying to get Callum Hudson Odoi on the cheap, taking a gamble. Fifteen million is apparently what he's available for. I wouldn't be against it at all and having him as a backup to Diaz because there's no natural backup to Diaz. Doak plays the other side, and even him, like he's not a he's not an answer if anything happens to Mo. Gakpo, Darwin and Jota are all much, much better and much, much more suited through the middle than they are in the wide roles, which literally means we have Salah and we've got Diaz or we've got someone out of position. So I'd like another natural winger. I would like upgrades on Joe and Joel. 
assuming we get the left side centre back in and the replacement for Fabinho, I would say we're three players shy of a of a dream squad. Four four players shy of a dream squad, but one of them is the third choice keeper who can just be someone like Pitaluga. Um but yeah, I mean, look, we, we're getting there. We're getting there. We left ourselves with an awful lot to do. The point where we needed eight, nine, potentially 10 players, depending on what else. Because you could also say, well, we could do with a backup for Trent. But uh, for me, Besetic can play that role this season. So <clears throat> you've got Allison with Kelleher. You've got Matip. Behind, so you've got Kanate and Matip. Now, I'd like to upgrade on Matip. You've got Virgil and Gomez. You'd like to upgrade on Gomez. New left side centre-back and Robertson. Robertson's not the ideal backup, but he's a good squad player to have because he allows you to shift to a back four. Um, So that would be your six defenders. Now, <clears throat> you can keep... You can keep Gerald Kwanzaa as a another centre-back option. Um, maybe you do keep Bradley around just as another backup option as a full-back. Midfield, you've got Trent and Besetic. You've got Lavia plus a new signing. You've got Dominic and Curtis. You've got Alexis and Thiago. That's really strong. And the only one you're going to have to replace anytime soon is Thiago. And then you've got Mo and Harvey plus Ben Doak. You've got Darwin, Cody, and Kate Gordon, but Jota's also there in that role. And you've got Diaz with Jota ill-fitting as a backup to him. So if we could get a left winger in, you could send Kate Gordon maybe out on loan and see how he develops. Have Jota in that mix in the front three. Obviously, Cody can play as an eight. Jota can play right if you need him to. It's not ideal, but he can do it like he can do on the left. We could get through. We could get through for this season, but you would want to be upgrading on Joel and Joe next summer and bringing in another winger. And maybe there's one or two other bits and bobs you want to do, but it was always going to be more than a one-window rebuild because we left ourselves with far too much to do. The squad was allowed to rot a little bit. And um, unfortunately, that all got exposed last season. On AnfieldIndex.com, we have a piece about Klopp, a piece about Romeo Lavia, a piece about Keito Nakamura, who apparently we've had a bid rejected for, uh, a piece about Lavia, Fabinho and Henderson. And there is a piece from the recent Under Pressure pod, which is there. You can check that Under Pressure podcast out. Uh, we also had the news today from the club that the the new Anfield Road extension or the new Anfield Road stand, as it is, uh, will not be ready in time for the start of the season. Um, the lower deck will be ready for the first home game. The upper deck will not. And it's going to be a gradual ramping up of the capacity uh, up until October. So um, 
yeah, if you've got a, a ticket in the Anfield Road end, you're probably going to get word from the club uh, regarding what happens. If you've got an upper tier season ticket, maybe that you get relocated into the bottom tier for the first couple of games, or you may just not. You may just not be getting a ticket, and the club will have to sort it out. Apparently, they're going to have people getting in touch. They've sent an email. They've said not to contact them, and they'll get in touch and let you know what's going on. And that's it. That's all I have for today, folks. Thanks, as always, and I will see you tomorrow. Take care of yourselves. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds, and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.